Hello? What? What is that? Oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god. Okay, are you serious? Are you serious? Oh my god. That's horrible. Alright. I'll, I'll, I'll be right there. Oh my god. Hey, Are You Serious people. We are back and we are back for episode two of the Are You Serious podcast. My name is Sam. I'm here with my buddy Tyler and we're here to talk about property management, the good, bad and ugly, definitely ugly of property management um, and just kind of really dive deep into the world of this industry. Um, Tyler, you got anything to say? Uh, no, I'm just, what's up? Uh, I uh, Another week, another are you serious podcast if you have not listened to our intro and first episode definitely do that um we got some good content there and we only got good content moving forward so uh, i think today we're gonna be talking about why do you need a property manager yes the question is why do you need a property manager if you should have a property manager as a landlord and maybe when you shouldn't have a property manager as a uh, as a landlord. So we're gonna kind of really uh, dig deep into this question. Um, I guess it's a good question that a lot of landlords ask. Um, and I've honestly had landlords ask me that um, when it comes to residential properties. They're like, Sam, do I really need you to manage my property? And I'm like, well, I mean, here's a couple of reasons why you should and maybe a couple of reasons why if you wanna do it on your own, go, go for it. Um, I would say probably the biggest one, if we really dig into it, is why you need a, a property manager is just because, I mean, if you're a landlord and you have multiple properties, why don't you want to be hands off? Um, I think it's the ease of having a group handle your residential property that handles the communication with tenants, handles the notices, handles the rent collection. Um, handles the maintenance issues. Um, I mean, all of that. I mean, it, it it really takes a step back and and the burden off of landlords by hiring a property management company. So, Sam, would you um, would you say that? I mean, let's just let's get back to the original question. Why why you need a proper why you need a property manager? What in your opinion? Yes or just a yes or no question. Do you think you need a property manager? Yes. I, if I'm a landlord, then yes. If I have zero experience in real estate, property management, I just want to own a house and rent it out because I want to keep the house long term. Um, yes. My answer is yes. Well, good news. I agree with you. <laughs> um, I, I think, I think you, I think you hit it pretty well there. Um, I mean, isn't, isn't the point of investing in real estate to get to a point where you don't have to work for somebody and if you get to that point why would you want to spend the time worrying about your properties right i think um the hands-off aspect is really important uh, to a lot of people yeah i mean like i said i mean in my goals and tyler i'm sure you have similar goals is we want to be we will we definitely want to be landlords one day whether it's long-term rentals short-term rentals commercial uh, real estate owners, um, we def I mean, I would love to be hands off. I would love to be like, all right, here's my money. Write me a check every month, and I just collect every month. Don't have to worry about a thing until I see that statement, 
And then if I have questions, I can ask why I have that on my statement. Um, I think that's just kind of how I look at it is if I'm going to be a real estate investor, let's be hands off. Um, and plus, like, like you said, it's just like having a PM company, you do the, the you have the communication, um, with tenants and as property managers, our job is to really communicate with the tenants hundred percent. And it could be in the middle of the day and you really don't have time to worry about tenant issues as a landlord. You have that property management company to really handle it for you, um, 24 seven. And I mean, that kind of gets into the, the, the weeds as far as like, if you're a landlord trying to do it on your own and someone, your tenant emails you or calls you and you're nowhere to be found, you're on vacation or your phone breaks or you just don't have it on you. I mean, what are you gonna do if your house is flooded and you have an emergency and your tenant's like panicking and they're trying to get in touch with you and you're nowhere to be found? Like, as a landlord, do you really want that responsibility? Yeah, if anybody approached me with the question, should I get a property manager? I think my response would be, think of the scenario where you're at home and it's three o'clock at night, or yeah, three o'clock in the morning, and you get a phone call from a tenant that your house is flooded or your house is on fire or, you know, or whatever the case may be, right? Like, I, I don't want to deal with that shit, man. I don't, like... <laughs> Personally, like, I mean, from or from an investment standpoint, I think a property manager is a fantastic investment because you have somebody um, contracted to, to watch after the property, handle the communication, deal with the vendors, uh, you know, during your during our time in residential management. I mean, how many times do we get so frustrated with dealing with vendors, um, you know, bailing on us? or even trying to get somebody out there. So um, a property manager is a good investment um, for your time, really. Yeah, yeah, being time being the number one thing, you can't ever get back time. And so if you're a landlord and you're not financially free, you're not traveling or doing whatever the hell you want, and you're working a full-time job as a landlord, I mean, you can't take away from your, your full-time life to go manage this property. Um, and if you don't have the time, then invest the money. I mean, property managers don't, I mean, yeah, they have hidden fees and whatnot, but I mean, you're paying somebody to handle the time that you don't have. Um, and like you said, it's like, I mean, as a property manager at 3 a.m., I don't wanna get a call about a house fire or a house being flooded, um, as a, even as a property manager, but that's our job. So as a landlord, you take that, stress off of yourself by having a PM company come in, do everything for you. And like you said, I think time, time and money is, is, is the two things that if I was a landlord, I would definitely want a property management company to handle. Um, when I kind of get it, uh, yeah. Um, especially, and I just thought of this, the a section of management we have not talked about yet on this podcast, especially if you are a landlord or an owner of a vacation rental, but you, you, can you imagine managing a vacation rental on your own? And actually I have seen it. My, my family has gone through it and they've run their own vacation rental company and 
Oh my lord. I mean, it is just a whole nother realm of craziness. So, you know, that is another great example of, you know, having a, a management company or um, uh, what, um, management company, property manager for that situation would be a fantastic idea. Yeah, I mean, in talking about vacation rental, vacation rentals is nonstop because you have tenants staying two, three, four days at a time, maybe a week mm -hmm. at a time. Like, there's nonstop issues, nonstop things you got to do. You got to worry about cleaners getting there every other day. You got to make sure that the property is like light bulbs are changed every other day. Um, you got to make sure air filters change every other day. Like it is a nonstop business. So if I'm a landlord of vacation rentals, even though you make good return at times, like you don't, you're not going to have the time to handle all of this work unless you have enough portfolio to where you can pay yourself as a manager or would. So that's, that's kind of where a, a little bit of a difference can come in. Like if you have the flexibility to own multiple properties and handle it yourself, go for it. Like more props to you. Cause obviously I can't do that. Um, and so when it comes to vacation rentals, like I, I mean, the PM is such a huge resource that landlords can have um, when it comes to vacation, residential, I mean, even commercial, I mean, commercial real estate's a whole different animal when it comes to property management, because not many people that I know or clients that I know manage commercial real estate on their own because it's such a lot in it and you're managing numerous business tenants, numerous cam wrecks, numerous cam wrecks being like the financial side um, and get, getting reimbursements and whatnot. Like you got to have in commercial real estate, you gotta have accountants, you gotta have a leasing team, you gotta have a property management team, you gotta have asset management team, and you gotta have that resource on hand that you not you may not necessarily have, um, like it would be as easy as it would be residential or vacation rental. Um, PMs are such a huge resource, I don't think people really realize um, that PMs really, really can just alleviate all the stress that. And I mean, don't get me, don't get me wrong. We can be biased. You know, this is a property <laughs> managers podcast. So for all the homeowners out there, we are definitely not biased. Um, <laughs> no, just, I mean, just... I, yeah, I mean, I could tell you if I was a landlord, would I hire a property management company? Depending on how many, how many homes I have. I mean, but I have the experience. If I had zero experience, absolutely. I'm going to have a PM company come in and handle everything. Yeah. And I think that's a good leeway um, into maybe some cases where a property management may not be needed and or wanted. Um, I think that you and I are a perfect example of that. Um, if you got the experience, just do it. I mean, if you're, I mean... If you're young and you, you've got enough properties to sustain yourself or your family and, you know, you can make it a full-time job, why, why work for somebody else when you can work for yourself? So, um, I mean, and, you know, if, if you and I got together and said, hey, let's make our own property management company or if, or if you are, I take that back, if you and I wanted to do real estate investment together, I mean, I, I think that you and I would not go out and hire somebody unless it was, you know, in another state or really far from us. Um, but... I think 
that's a good example of maybe times where you don't want one. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree with you, Tyler. When it comes to owning properties, and if I'm an investor, which I hope to be one one day soon, and Tyler, I hope you're a partner of mine at some point some point soon, is with our experience in this industry, I am most likely going to handle it myself unless we have a portfolio where we need another company to come in because like. We, we know how to do it. We, we, we know the softwares to handle it. Um, we have experience working with tenants. We have the vendor uh, pool that we can dip into in case anything happens. So it's a little bit easier for us to kind of get in that world. And I think that's why other landlords decide not to do um, property management companies is because of that is the fact that they, they have experience or they say came out of construction field and they know how to fix things. So it, like they want to save a little bit of money on their end and they don't mind working with tenants. And maybe, I mean, to be honest with you, Tyler, like maybe they're just decent human beings that like are good landlords. I mean, I can, there's so many times I know that landlords shouldn't be landlords and definitely should not be managing homes on their own because they don't know the rules. They don't know the laws of, there's the state that they're in and they're just, that's why you see and hear about all these horror stories with tenants working with landlords because they have no idea what they're doing. And that's why you hire a PM that knows what they're doing, knows the state laws and uh, can handle it professionally versus just trying to do it over text. Yeah, dude, there are so many people out there that should not be landlords. And when you said that, I think of one person that you and I used to work with um a long time ago and uh i just think back to all the situations we had to deal with and all of the educating we had to do and all that other stuff and you know um it's difficult people think they know a lot and if you don't especially in this industry being a landlord or being a, a property manager it, it could open up a can of worms that you don't want to get into um <laughs> tyler i'm kind of curious on who you're talking about i'm trying to think um uh let's see i mean there's a there's a number of them where oh no i do so yeah i would say just just for an example out there is is we had a client that micromanaged us they were paying us a monthly fee um but they micromanaged us every single second and what did you and i do when it got to a point to where we couldn't handle the micromanagement anymore we flat out told them like hey why don't you why don't you manage your home on your own because if you're going to be that involved and complain about every little thing that we maybe do even though we're doing it right um why don't you just manage it yourself like if you feel like you have the experience and the knowledge and the drive to manage your own tenants go for it i mean more props to you save that bread like save that money <laughs> save that whatever amount you're paying that management company and do it. And then if you call me back in the next year or so saying like, Hey Sam, I actually need you to manage my property. I'm like, hmm, okay. Like, tell me why. Um, and then if you explain the situation, like, look, I couldn't handle it. It's disputes, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. Like then like, let's, let's sit down, have a professional conversation and understand the pros and cons of using a property management company being the pros 
being property management companies adds you, gives you the protection, gives you the ease, and gives you the real, like I don't know what the word is like. You you don't have the liability like you would if you were to manage it on your own. Like you have that property management company to add that protection over you in case something were to happen. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think another reason too why people don't want property managers is the the management fee. There are a lot of cheap asses out there. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh my god. It it's crazy. It's crazy. So many people that are so cheap. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm a little frugal myself, but I mean, some of these people, man, are absolutely crazy. And I mean the average the average fee is like eight to ten percent of uh whatever you're getting leased on the property. So you know, people look at that and say, well, that could be money in my pocket. And how many times have you and I heard, well, what do you do? What do you really do after we bend over backwards for them? So a lot of people don't know what we really do. And I think that's another reason why people don't want property managers is they simply don't want to pay. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's property management companies out there that charge way too much. I actually had a meeting today, Tyler. Um, that that was a top of topic of discussion is as far as like why property management companies out compete other companies because of the cost fee structure. Um, some of these property management companies are outrageous and idiotic when it comes to like charging people some of these fees. Like you're talking about. And then this is all our opinion. Like if you're listening out there and you work for a property management company, do not take this offensively. Like, like this is all our opinion. We've dealt with it. Um, we've seen companies be successful charging what they do, but in our opinion, this is not how we operate. And I don't think we would operate like this in the future, but getting back to it is some of these property management companies charge seven, eight, nine, ten percent of the rental rate. On top of that, a leasing fee, which is typically what one month of, of rent. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, if the property management company has software, um, softwares that they use, then they kind of charge it back to the landlord. Um, and then also, if maintenance like repairs get done, property management companies may charge a fee on top of that, um, like a uh, say like project management fee of like say ten percent on top of that, uh, on top of the actual invoice, like that. Just like what I just listed off is is things that landlords may know or may not know, and if they do know it, that might be something that steers them away from using a property management company. Is just the amount of fees that they charge and contract links that they lock them into doesn't give me a warm and fuzzy feeling when I'm a landlord. Really? I mean, I mean, Tyler, I mean, do you agree with me? And like in that sense is if I was a landlord coming to you, how would you want to structure or how would you present yourself to me and say, Hey, I'm a property manager, property manager, I want to be your property manager, and here's why. Well, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I've seen some companies out there that do packages, which I thought was the oddest thing. Like, you got the good, or you got the okay package, you got the good package, and then you got the even better package. Um, uh, which I think is, is 
is crazy. Um, but you know, uh, I think I think really it depends. If, if there's a company that's trying to nickel and dime you, do you really want to work with somebody like that? Like, you know, I get it, right? Like, you don't want to work for free. You don't want to give it away. Um, there are a lot of times where there's a lot of like there's larger capital projects that do cause for you know billing additional time and and things like that but you know the the whole point of having an investment property is you know to cash flow i mean to have that that uh passive income for you and to hit homeowners with fees for everything i think is just counterproductive um it's got to be simple laid out in the contract and just and no hidden fees. I'll, I see so many hidden fees. Um, it's it's crazy. So that that all puts people too. I mean, I'm sure people. Yeah. It, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and that's why it property management companies do not have enough properties like they wish they had is because of the fee structure. I understand you're a company. You got to make profit. You got to make money to clear your overhead. I get it. But if I'm gonna present myself to a landlord, I'm going to do a flat fee, management fee. It may be higher than, uh, say, 10%, but I'm not going to add on a lot of these other hidden fees that you may not see until six, seven months down the road. I'm going to do a fixed rate. This is what you pay every month. doesn't change. And then there's a 30-day termination notice. If you don't like us, then we won't be your manager. And then if we don't have the best relationship with you, then we can terminate whenever. But it gives the flexibility for a landlord to do absolutely what they want, when they want, and not have to pay out of the ass for all these services. Um, I mean, it's true. I mean, it, it honestly is, is true. It I is. mean, like I said, if, if I'm looking at a landlord's perspective, that's what I'm going to look for is I want to look for ease, low cost, knowing what's supposed to come out of my check every month and kind of what ride with the wind. Yeah. I mean, my personal opinion too, um, and you know, take it for what it is, but who invented, who invented a leasing fee, right? Like <laughs> what, who invented a leasing fee? Isn't hiring a property manager for them to lease it. If it needs to be leased, why am I going to pay you twice for that? Like, <laughs> I, well, it's it's like service fees, man. It's you buy a ticket, you gotta pay a certain percentage of service fee just to use a platform. Like it's ridiculous. I mean, I get it. You're out there trying to find tenants, like, but then again, you're still gonna get paid for the month you were still managing the home, even though there may not be tenants in the house. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, unreal. It's crazy. People. Um, it is, but it is. You, um, you said something earlier, uh, in the podcast that I thought was interesting. Um, and this would be, um, I think this would be a, a contributed to a benefit to property managers was the, the, the word liability, the, the, the word that comes up in all managed property management. I hear literally on a daily, like a daily basis is liability. Um, so you want to talk about maybe why having a property management company is good liability in a sense? Yeah. So obviously 
if you don't know much about insurance, and we're no pro on insurance at all. Um, I'm not an insurance salesperson. I'm not an insurance broker. I've only seen policies and limits and whatnot. So take my word for a grain of salt when I talk about insurance. Um, but when it comes to protection and liability, I think property management companies provide that for landlords being um, when it comes into, say, disputes uh, with tenants. And it may go to a stage where it has to go to civil court, um, then a property management company should have that protection for you to, I mean, when it comes to documentation, I mean, it comes to um, protecting your asset as far as like having move-in notice or move-in um, inspection forms, move-out inspection forms, having the photos, um, etc. Like, I think a property management company gives you that protection when it comes to situations like that. Now, if it comes to an insurance standpoint, then I mean. It's kind of it's kind of hot. Like obviously, the homeowner wants to have their own general liability and property insurance, whatnot. But when it comes to like say DNO, which is directors and officers insurance, um, I let me actually let me let me back up, Tyler. Let me talk about when it comes to like an HOA. I think HOA it kind of I can explain it a little bit easier. I mean, it, um, with when it comes to like directors and officers insurance or um, general liability or whatnot. Like when it comes to uh, an HOA, uh, a management company wants to have that insurance to protect them against any possible lawsuits um, that they could have against them. But I mean, it, it yeah, it's I really think, hard um... to explain. It's really hard to explain when it comes to like residential, um, unless you're really dug into it. Um, I just think. Yeah. Well, I think from a lot, I think when I think when you say liability in this instance, I don't think necessarily it refers to the the insurance. I mean, a property management insurance, a property management company is going to have, you know, the normal insurance that you have with a business. But I think liability in the word of, you know, if you have, if you have a tenant who's unruly, or if you have a tenant who is causing a dispute, or they're threatening with legal action, I think from a liability standpoint it's beneficial to have a property management company because you have a full team of people who do that for a living and will have all that experience, knowledge, um, and everything like that. I mean, for a real world example, I mean, you and I have gone through the eviction process before with tenants and, you know, a lot of those owners don't know how to do that, um, dealing with the courts uh, filing this information and you know keeping the appropriate records things like that so I think in the, in the from a liability standpoint uh, having that knowledge and experience is is money well spent um, because if you're if you're a landlord managing a house by yourself and you run into those situations and you say the wrong thing or you say the wrong or you do the wrong thing um, it's gonna put you in a really bad spot yeah, and and, it, and honestly, I've and when it does get into the insurance conversation, I've had landlords reach out to me and say, hey, what kind of insurance should I have on my home? Um, when it comes to say like flood insurance, um, 
when it comes to liability, property insurance, umbrella coverage, um, stuff like that. Um, a PM is a good resource to, to reach out to and say, hey, you're in this industry, you manage tenants every day. Like if I'm gonna rent out my property to tenants, what type of insurance should I have? I think that that resource is very beneficial to have as a landlord because you're relying on someone that knows what they're doing or should know what they're doing um, to kind of give you that guidance um, if you're new to to being a landlord or want to be a landlord. Um, and, and I think that's very beneficial. But like you said, Tyler, it's just that added protection um, for a company that does that every day that and that should know exactly the, the right process to go through if a situation ever goes to eviction or lawsuit and whatnot. That PM company does have that ability to to kind of not necessarily cover your ass, but definitely help. Oh, they covering it. <laughs> definitely <laughs> helps. So definitely, if you're out there searching for a property management company, do your research. Um, ask the right questions and say, hey. What's your experience with evictions? What's your experience with any lawsuits? Have has your tenants ever had any lawsuits? And if you have, like, I you can't divulge into like details of lawsuits, but like you can at least like talk about firsthand knowledge about experience, bad experience you may have had. So like, definitely do your research if you're looking for a property management company. If you want to have a property management company, if you don't, define. Like, that's going to be a uphill battle and a fight that you do not want to fight. I was going to say, so be it. So uh, when you have to do, go to the deal with an eviction or a court matter, uh, don't don't go cry into your local property management company because they're not <laughs> going to want to do it. <laughs> nope. Make sure that contract's renewed and pay those fees because you don't want to have a balance on that account. I can tell you that. Nope. I can tell you that. Well, no, I do want to no. hit on, on one more thing, Tyler, when it comes to, and we mentioned it earlier, just softwares. Um, what does a property management company offer um, why why should you choose a property management company when it comes to like types of softwares that are used and whatnot? Because I mean, as a landlord, I have no idea what softwares are out there and what I could use. I mean, all, the only thing I know is Excel and paper checks. Yeah, I was gonna say, guys, please, please, if you take anything from this podcast, um, ex- anything, it's software and technology is so important and you have everyone searching for a property management company you're going to want to make sure they have that um i've worked for a company where like you said sam we basically operated out of the dinosaur era um where everything was hard copy paper checks and uh countless bank runs and uh depositing checks i mean i've had to go over the entire greater charleston area going to eight different banks to deposit checks for homeowners, um, which is totally not how you want to, I guess, a good way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, when you're looking for a, for a PM company, make sure they have good software because there are so many softwares out there, Rent Ready, Turbo Tenant, um, all different kinds that offer, you know, homeowner portals, tenant portals, tenants can submit maintenance requests, um, you got your whole yearly financials broken down right in front of you. I mean, it's so important to have that information, especially for tax season too. So, yeah, and and as a landlord, if you were to decide to use say like Rent Ready, AppFolio, TurboTenant, you're gonna have to pay out of pocket for that kind of charge. So like, why not go to a property management company that already has a software system in place that they're doing 
so many other rentals that all it is is a click of a button to add you and add your property in um, and start managing it. I mean, it's it's an all central point system that gives you the ability to track maintenance requests, um, rent payments, automatic late fees if a tenant doesn't pay on time. Um, I mean, you can, like, there's softwares out there now that allows you to correspond with your tenants through it instead of via email. Um, it's, it's a huge resource that property management companies have and should have um, when working with landlords. And like you said, Tyler's, we're going to live in the dinosaur age and people writing paper checks and having to drive it to the bank, write out a deposit slip, deposit it in the bank, and then not having the right softwares for late fees and, and it's difficult when you're managing 30 plus residential rentals and with multiple tenants in one home and you get four out of five checks that you're supposed to get what are you going to do with that last check i mean how can you going to charge a late fee on a check that's already written and it's just it's just difficult so yeah you um you have not seen a clusterfuck until you had <laughs> a properties that only accept checks i'm just gonna yeah we're just gonna set the record straight there yeah yeah property management companies or anybody out there in the property management world please 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 pay for softwares that do it for you chat b chat gbt is coming alive people that stuff works <laughs> like do it easy don't make it hard on yourself so landlords yeah, Hear I know, especially make especially it easy in on yourself. Air, it... Yes, make it easy on yourself. Use property management companies that do the things for you, have the systems in place to just make it stress free. Like I don't I don't know how it, I could say it any easier. Just make it stress free. Yeah, for sure. I I, I agree. It's definitely something important. Um and there's so many options out there that you have to ask yourself, why would you not use them? Like you said, so, um, so, so Tyler, now that we've kind of talked about a little bit about why you should have a PM and why company PM companies are good to have, um, and maybe why not, not to have one. We, we kind of divulge in that. Um, and this is always a topic that's going to be reoccurring. Um, and we're going to kind of branch off of this topic in other episodes. This was kind of like a general idea of, why you should have a management company and why management companies are good for you. Um, we will, like I said, branch off from that in other episodes, kind of really dive a little bit into more detail. Um, so yeah, I mean, I appreciate like kind of going over this with you. So before we go, like I definitely wanted to have our daily uh, or our weekly Reddit post, uh, comical Reddit post today. So uh, I, I'm going to kind of divulge into into that so um i'm grabbing my beer as we speak (laughs) this one's this one's a doozy and and i just said doozy Um, (laughs) all right end game wow i just said doozy but i guess that's my thing now um there's no coming back from that (laughs) that's okay i'm country i can say doozy um (laughs) anyways so the weekly reddit post is pretty funny so this uh tenant post on here about a residential lease agreement that their landlord had sent them. And going through the the lease, they they had uploaded the lease and it looks pretty standard, but one thing that really kind of pops out to me and what they question is um, 
and I'm going to read it to you like uh, word by word. So this is a section of the lease called guest. There should be no other persons living on the premises other than tenant and occupants. Guests of the tenant are allowed for periods not lasting for more than one week unless otherwise approved by the landlord in writing and extra rent may incur. In parentheses, it says parents anytime. Then it says significant others are not to be spending the night or any portion thereof for conjugal visits if not married. <laughs> Wait. Are what? you serious? <laughs> Wait, first of all, that's not like a prison terminology. Let me, let, <laughs> conjugal. Me, <laughs> let me reread that to you. Significant others are not to be spending the night or any portion thereof for conjugal visits if not married. <laughs> this um, blows my mind. Is this landlord? Well, uh, this blows my mind. Uh, you, you, I think you've, uh, I think you've uh, effectively made me speechless. Um, <laughs> per, first of all, first of all, the word conjugal just makes you uncomfortable automatically. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think of like prison. Like I said, that's the first thing that comes up. And second, like, what the, what the, what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> That is so, like, that is so wrong on so many levels. I mean, he obviously doesn't get out that much or doesn't have a significant other of himself or him or her or whoever, but, um, this wow. This crossed so many barriers as a landlord. Like, what in your mine says it's okay to write in your lease agreement that these people cannot have sex or some kind of relationship in a home that they're paying money for um my mind is just like completely <laughs> blank because i, I I'm, a, I'm afraid of living in a world with this with somebody who would write this and this, honestly, we could tie this into why you have a property management company because property management companies are not going to have that in your lease agreement. Yeah, you see um, people. You see people. This is don't... the protection we're talking about. <laughs> conjugal, <laughs> conjugal visits. This is the protection we're going to talk about because property. We also as property managers have to know the state laws on what you can and cannot put in a lease agreement. And this, I don't know what state this is in, but this is this is insane. And let's like, uh let's back up here for a second. Okay. Um he he read it to me, read it again, something read the part okay. about the conjugal thing. Alright, so last sentence to this portion of guest states significant others are not to be spending the night or any portion thereof for conjugal visits if not married. So he is the landlord like gonna come in while you're fucking to make sure you're married <laughs> um, <laughs> i mean i mean not unless it's a creepo and has some cameras around but i could say like that's i mean that lease agreement would be ripped up immediately that's insane oh yeah that's first so, of all, that breaks so many laws like you can't tell someone that they can't do that yeah putting especially in your aside. own i mean i yeah just, yeah no joking aside that's something that's. I'm pretty sure it's illegal. It's an to invasion of privacy. Yes. Um, like, 
Yeah, if a judge saw that, I'm sure he would say the same thing we're saying now and rip it off. Yeah. Um, it, that is yeah. not legally binding, that's for sure. And I don't care what state it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that really, that just think about that for a second. That really happened. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, this is, this, this is not made up. It is a legit post and a legit landlord somewhere out there in the world that put that someone cannot have conjugal visits. Well, if sir, if you're, married. if you are listening to the Are You Serious podcast, um, I just want to say, um, maybe you, sh- maybe you need a property manager. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know if I would want that landlord as a client. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, you know, ooh, some bless his heart, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kind of scrolling through some of the comments, and one of the comments says, "Run, do not walk." Run the hell away from this landlord. There will be nothing but problem after problem if you start living there, which is very, very true. Like, it's just like one thing after another. That being the, that being the most insane thing I think I've seen in a lease agreement. Um, which is, I, I think I'm still shocked to see that, and I it's it does get funny because some people out there truly believe it's okay to put down a lease agreement which it is not like if you're listening the few followers we have right now it is not okay to have that in a lease agreement no and if like i said i I think we we this is actually a good example as to why you need a property manager like if you had somebody they would already have these things in place and you wouldn't have to worry about this you wouldn't have to worry about drafting lease agreements or putting things this astronomically stupid in (laughs) like um it takes the lot and again it takes the liability off you too so um this 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 gentleman or lady or whoever um definitely is in need of a a property manager that's not me or you (laughs) (laughs) yeah use a property manager because i can tell you that property manager is going to have a lot easier way to find tenants than you are uh, whoever you are out there that may or may not be listening. Um, or if you're a inspiring landlord, definitely use a property manager and do not tell people that they, they cannot have conjugal visits if they're not married. Yeah. Don't ever put, oh, just don't ever use the word conjugal. <laughs> ever. <laughs> well, there you have it, everyone. I appreciate you tuning in to our second episode of Are You Serious Podcast, where we talk about property management and all the good, bad, and ugly of this industry. And um, please tune in, subscribe. Don't know how yet. We're trying to get everything up live on Instagram, maybe YouTube at some point. You might be able to see our smiling faces um, in the near future. But thank you for listening in and definitely share the podcast around.